Hello, happy people, and welcome to Office ADHD. Welcome, everybody, to Office ADHD. I am excited to introduce you to Evan Kirstein. I think I said that right. <laughs> he is from the ADHD Coaches Organization. And I know a lot of you out there are really interested in learning about ADHD coaches. What do they do? Some of you out there are interested in learning about getting into coaching. And this is one of the major international organizations that takes care of coaches. Uh, Evan, do you want to tell us a little bit about what ECO does? Absolutely. So thank you for having me. I am the membership chair of the ADHD Coaches Organization. We are a professional membership organization that provides your kind of after school training, keeping up with best practices, having peer groups, because this is a solopreneur business. And many people have formed bonds and made it less of a solopreneur and have joined up. There, there are chances for people to look into other cases and to weigh in and help other coaches. We need supports. We need a team. And it also is part of an annual ADHD. Uh, oh, I forgot the word for it. What's it called? We all get together. Conference. Thank you. Oh, oh like conference. <laughs> That's okay. That's I love that when we're this is one of the things I love this about interviewing with ADHD people is we all forget words. Like this is like our thing. Yeah, it's very grounding to be with a client and to know I'm not alone and they know that they're not alone. And it provides this kind of normalization. And that's one of the most beautiful things about being with ADHD coaches is because we all have this type of world and we are serving other people in a great way then we are also humans and we're also we're just reminded that we're humans that we need help uh, and this is a great place to come for that kind of support and i love that word solopreneur i don't think i've ever heard someone quite say mm -hmm. it that way so it's not like a entrepreneur that's just always that's a like that's their own business and they don't have any employees kind of a thing you got it i mean we can have people that we contract but day to day <laughs> we don't have any social outlets and we're social people so it really feels like a silo unless you reach out and this is a good that's the place that's the opportunity that we provide too oh so you guys are like the hey let's come together let's give each other feedback Let's build a community. Oh, Absolutely. And inside, you know, it's after training, of course, that it really takes into great effects because uh, somebody will say every month we have what's called case collaborations and they'll bring up a case, a client, and they'll say this client has ADHD, they're 17, they're 42, they're 81, uh, they're a student, a doctor, a lawyer, a, you know, a house husband, whatever it is. And this is what's holding them back. And it's usually, you know, as coaches, we look at the executive functions, yet we have to guide a client without telling them what to do. And, you know, having ADHD, if anybody tells us what to do, okay, yeah, 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 I got it. Fine, fine. <laughs> no, 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 you have to remind me. No, 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 don't, don't call me. I'll be fine. I'll just tell you about later when it gets done. And so we, we know, and we know ourselves so well, and we know our, our clientele so well that we have to create this comfort. And it, there's something that's different than therapy is we have that 
duality where we can talk about ourselves. We break the form that a therapist would have and we can talk about ourselves and make the client realize that, hey, I, I don't feel judged in this relationship. We all have our faults, yet I get to choose as a client uh, if I want to get over that fault. That's first and foremost is that the client is leading the conversation and leading the action there. Okay. So that, okay. So that makes sense too, then how it's different from therapy. It's like, okay, so what kinds of, what kinds of goals do you set with, so like with, if you, so like if I were going to an ADHD coach, what kinds of goals and things might I set with a coach? Well, it, to kind of differentiate, differentiate as well. Uh, it's going to be everything in the future. You know, we do a lot of awareness seeking in the meeting. And then the second half is action based on that awareness. So the goals that they have are always in front of us. And I give the metaphor to my clients and anyone I talk to about what it is, is it, it's like being in a car and the coach sits shotgun where the client does all the driving. The client shows us where they want to go and we help them with the pitfalls that are in front of them. The, uh, the you know, the time, especially because we're time blind, <laughs> the <laughs> amount of gas that we have, the, uh, the ability to make a decision later instead of thinking that we have to drive through the night. And therapy is how you got to this point. It is everything in your rearview mirror. So you know your car, you know its limits, you know it, you know that it, it's wonky in some way or that it performs well uh, with this type of gas. And th that's really important to know going into coaching, if you are, uh, because it, you don't know where you're going unless you know where you've been. And to identify those problems, it's, it's, it's just a different animal with each practitioner. Ah, okay. That makes sense. Okay, so therapy, you figured out you have this car. Now, as an AD, your ADHD coach, like, coach is like that perfect GPS. It's like, okay, I can't go on roads that are like this. And they're, okay, I like it. I like it. Okay, awesome. So, and you were, you were kind of touching on this as far as finding a fit. Like, if I, you know, if somebody wants to find an ADHD coach, what are some things they should be looking for? What's some ways you could find a good coach? Great question. So, uh, you know, interviewing a few coaches are important. And before you interview them, you want to find out, you know, what their initials are behind their name. Uh, that, that training is really important. We, we really uh, want coaches to be lifelong learners and to invest in themselves because I'm not even going to tell you what the initials are to, you know, for the public, but there's, there's ways to find out once you see initials behind their name, if they have studied something or if they're on their way to studying something and getting a coach on the way up is a great way to learn together. And it's less on the pocketbook mm -hmm. because this is not something that insurances cover. So that's first and foremost is, are they training themselves while working? And they should always be training with themselves. And if they aren't posting on their website or telling you beforehand that, you know, about their credentialing system, they may not be proud of it. So, you know, just keep aware and ask that hard question. It should be something that's over a year, not over a week. Uh, if, you know, they had supervised training, that's important type of training. We, we have recorded calls and our teachers would listen in and tell us what we did wrong. 
And let me tell you, it is nerve wracking. It is, you know, for <laughs> your client to, to like agree to this and then, you know, you're going to be listened to. And then somebody later is going to tell you everything you did wrong because there is a format to coaching. There's a science to it. There's, you know, a way to let the, the client lead. And it's really tough to stop talking as someone that knows a lot about something and let somebody else tell you about their life. And they are experts at their own self and we're not. And it, 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 there, there's a time to kind of let that happen. And we always watch ourselves when we're trying to consult versus coach because there's a difference. And oh. we, we, we don't always wanna be a consultant, but an ADHD coach can say, hey, I've got a resource for you. A regular coach won't do that. A regular coach lets you find the resource and, and lets you go digging for that. And that's an important thing to know how we're different is that we have that extra benefit to what we bring to the table. Ah, well, and that totally makes sense because we always want to interrupt. Like that's one of our number one things we have to learn not to do is bite your tongue. Yeah, it's a, it's a mindful business. And then, you know, uh, after the, the session's off, I go to my wife and interrupt her. So there's <laughs> <laughs> there's that. Uh, we we, we want to be able to, to use this in our own life and practice what we preach. Uh, so th finding that in a coach is important too. And, uh, uh, you know, not only where they come from, but having a complimentary consultation is a, a common practice for coaches because we want a heck yes out of our clients. We don't want to maybe, let me give it a try. A lot of clients or, or a lot of coaches will have a, a minimum of months that you have to do. You don't have to pay up front all the time. Everybody will have mm -hmm. a different structure, yet committing to this is not one session. And so they'll either give you what they call an exploratory session or a complimentary consultation where you get to learn about each other and why coaching might be good for you and get a practice session. I call it a test drive, you know, because I pull back into that metaphor of, you know, the car and that that itself is how you know what kind of feeling you have, your intuition about them. Is there chemistry? Uh, what happened at the end? You know, because they're giving you a practice session. Did they give you clarity? Did they keep your agenda? when they practice with you. And then maybe you find somebody that knows your field really well. And they're, they're just a great consultant at marketing in the corporate world. And they can tell you how to navigate things. And you're like, man, you're just, you're my guy. I can just ask you a question and you'll answer it. Uh, you know, you, bringing a value is important because you're paying for this and it, you're, you're investing in, in yourself during this time. And lastly, honesty. Uh, how transparent will you be with the coach and how honest can you be with yourself to add to that? That that's, it's even a deeper layer. Cause it, you know, you can be honest to somebody, but when you're by yourself and you, you have an awareness, you want to bring that to light so that you can help and you can be of service as a coach to them. Uh, so that there's, and there's something that the intuition has a lot to say about finding the right coach and right fit for you. No, that makes a lot of sense. Well, and like you said, just like trying it out, getting a good feel and how, cause I know it can, it 
you can probably feel uncomfortable to try it out and then not go with a coach. Like how from from the coaching side, are you are you guys over insulted or anything? Or like, is it okay if a client came to you and was like, you know what, you're nice, but I don't think it's a good fit. Like, are you going to be okay with that? I can't speak for everyone. I hope they're professional. We, I, I, you know, I tell my clients, I'm like, go ahead. I'll take the Pepsi challenge. You know, I want you to, to compare <laughs> them. They're going to know about coaching better when they, when they go and connect with somebody and somebody may be their fit for now. And I've gotten contacted later saying, Hey, it was wonderful. I've given references out and I said, Hey, try them. They're, they're in the music industry that you are in. You know, there, there's a lot of niches with coaching. It's not just ADHD. There's people that do ADHD for women over 40 who have had children. You know, they, they, wow. they really specific. <laughs> there, there's a lot of workforce. There's executive. I'm an executive coach. There are ones working with teens and, and children, even younger, because it's important that they have a set of skills and even the, the paperwork, you know, you, you don't want to throw a teenager with ADHD that can't do their homework, the three pager that I send my clients as an intake and that you want them to be equipped mm. to handle when they lie to you because a 17 year old is good at saying a lie quickly to make me feel good about our coaching. Mm. And because that's what they want <laughs> to stress on. And I, I need to have my BSometer to alert myself when something doesn't scan and then be able to call them on it to be of service and ask them, how honest are you being with me? And, you know, see, you know, what kind of sensitivity do I need with them? And in the beginning, it's important that the coach lets them know that they're not going to be their friend. We are here mm -hmm. to have a powerful hour. We will interrupt you we will bottom line you. We will try to keep your agenda. And I know with ADHD and my clients, both of us having ADHD, we'll go a diatribe on a movie for a good 30 seconds. And then I'll say, oh, cut it off. Come on. <laughs> We're back. <laughs> like, wait, no, we hit the distraction train. We really back do. Back on the rails. And, and, <laughs> and, we love it. and I say, you know, when we get done with our agenda, because, at, you know, what we do is pick up on their goal in the beginning of each session. Mm -hmm. And then we take mm -hmm. them on this ride. The first step is finding awareness. And that means mm -hmm. they have a problem, they have a goal. And we got to ask open-ended questions to find what's the layer underneath the layer, underneath that layer to find that authentic problem. What happened two weeks ago? What keeps happening every time this trigger happens, every time your mother, your boss, your, your wife, your, you know, your peer, whatever they say, and it may, maybe it's communication, it's defensiveness, it's shame. And that's a big one for ADHD because yeah. we, we don't truly own it. So getting over that, getting over that narrative of who we think we are and who we think people think we are in that in that hierarchy of life and breaking out of that and taking the change today so that first step is finding that true awareness and then the second step is action and that's where we spell it out what you're going to do when a lot of people have a smart goal at the end being specific measurable accountable realistic a time you do something and that that action piece is us breaking down with the client what it looks like and then saying hey something i know about you is that whenever you get home you have this habit of throwing a coat on throwing a 
keys down, picking up your phone and taking a seat. And your promise to me, you know, our homework is, you know, you're going to follow through when you get back from work. Now, let's vision out what this looks like if you didn't sit down, if you kept your coat on until this was done. And, you know, there's something, what would happen if you change that little thing? And we'd vision together what their success looks like so that they can have that vision while they're sitting down. As you and I know, a lot of ADHDers have great intentions and poor follow through. They say yes, and they mean it. Yet they don't know, they don't know what would happen when time comes to take action. And that visioning together or breaking down action, sometimes I work backwards, like getting to an airport and saying, hey, how to get to an airport on time? And what does this mean getting to work on time, getting to the date on time, getting through life on time? And what do you have to drop to do that? Is it dropping that expectation that you had that everything would go well without looking at the clock, you know? <laughs> no, I love that. I love that idea of visualizing exactly what you're doing because we're such visually, we can, we can picture it all. And so that's perfect. If we give ourselves a time to picture it all, mm -hmm. that's the key point. And that's what coaching does is that you really take a pause on life to work out a problem a lot of ADHDers, you know, we, we skipped the end. You remember algebra? <laughs> we, we know yes. the answer. answer's there. <laughs> That's the answer. Where's the work? <laughs> the work is the visioning. The work is the mindfulness, taking time to spell something out. The work is self-management. And that's what that key word that you've heard before, executive functioning is, is the idea of self-management, yet taking the time to self-manage. If you're forced to, if you're confined, you probably will be able to do this. Yet, if you just want to get that dopamine hit and keep going and settle that and sell this and get this behind you, you just run through the list of emergency and urgency, you know, instead of saying, okay, what comes first, second, and last for me to feel really finished, to know, to know the score. My accountability here is counting and just saying, what's my count? What's my score? So creating, and that's what I do with my clients, is I create um, from something that's a quality into a quantity, something you know that, that feels better, but you know it feels better because the score says it, and you have that confidence that way that this is your goal and this is what score you got today. And now you have a measurement, a metric to know how to do it better next time. That's great. I love that. And I wanted to ask you too, so if somebody is thinking about getting into coaching, so they want to become an ADHD coach, like what kind of pathway, what should they do? What should they look at? Yeah, uh, train, 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 train. Uh, in, uh, on our website, the ADHD Coaches Organization, they have a list of people that have great trainings. We believe in them and you get different credentials, you get tested, you have peers. And not only do they train you to be a coach in your practice, they teach you how to run and pick up and find business. That's really important, especially because if you're looking at ADHD coaches, you, you're, you're saying, okay, uh, being a solopreneur, I, I used to only specialize in one thing. Be, but now I have to specialize in everything and do my own books and billing and you know find my clients and market. That's tough. And they'll give you those skill sets to there. There's a list of schools to go out and to 
to learn from uh, so you can run your own business. I also would like them to go to conferences, uh, go to any ADHD conference, go to, uh, there's one called AppSard. There's the, the triad of ACO, the, uh, aid, aid, blah, blah, blah. I'm losing all my acronyms. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, you're totally fine. I saw that Chad, doesn't Chad do conference? Chad. Absolutely. We're, uh, we, we have, we do a triad with Chad and Ada and ACO together and we've run the conference together and there you'll oh, see wow. a lot of coaches presenting. Where is that at? This year, I think we're in Baltimore. They, they go two years in one place and change. So, so it's, it's been in uh, Washington, DC and uh, Houston, Texas and St. Louis that, you know, that they're, they're moving so that people have a little more access to it when it's local too. And this is where you learn your tribe. You really are with a hotel full of people with ADHD that lost their pass and need to run to the top floor. And, you know, you know, everybody's, <laughs> and we all speak the same language. We all, you know, jump in in the middle, interrupt and are, are lovely and exciting people. And we'll talk all night, high energy. Uh, it's, it's like an amazing group that, that you're like, you know, just a, a part of now. Uh, so that's, that's one thing is that when you go to there and, and people remember you or you, you, you learn, you know, who people are in, in different fields or where you can go, because I want people to train up. And that's, that's part of my goal at the ACO is to teach people how to train themselves. And my advice is to steal like an artist. Go to somebody that has a great website and steal the things you like from it and keep going and then find and then create your own best website. Do the same thing with their credentials. What school do they go to? Where look on LinkedIn, find out, you know, their path to success and where the where do they test? And you know, you're gonna be right where they are and better. And all together with your little history and your experience of ADHD makes this beautiful punch of brand and I, I want them to walk the walk and get a coach getting a coach oh. is a great way to learn how to coach because there you have your perfect consultant as well you know they, they they say hey how did you and then you know you get their marketing schemes and you get their resources and they teach you how to steal from them it is a big wide open business and it, it, there is great way to connect with somebody and to feel part of the programs. It, I, I think that's the secret to learning how to become a coach. I love that because I, I, I think we forget when we're entering into that ADHD world that we're all like this. We all love ideas and love sharing ideas. And so like when you were talking, I was like, oh, yes, those are my people. Mm. Like that is the world. <laughs> And you get to see, you know, uh, different people are doing podcasts there and inviting people into different rooms for that. Uh, you you see people like that have their own YouTube channels and they're either, you know, giving a speech here or they're doing, a, a you know, a video there. There's also lots of people that come to the conference and give amazing talks, you know, life-changing ideas, as well as all the authors that we nerd out on as ADHDers that are trying to better ourselves, they're there and you get to meet them and you might just have a drink with them. It is that fun. 
I found myself at the ACO conference. It used to be, you know, Chad had their own, ACO had their own, everybody had their own conference. And this one was just for coaches. And it was my first. And I found myself at the table with the president and vice president and treasurer just having dinner because I said, can I sit here? And then I, I just got interested in learning about who they were and, you know, where they went to school and, you know, who their teachers were. And they're friends with my teacher. And I, I come in as a newbie. And then uh, uh, Tamara uh, Rosier, you know, said, hey, I see you're kind of getting around here. She was the new president. She said, are you interested in, you know, being on the board? And I was like, what is the board? <laughs> I, had, I had to really learn what kind of changes and what kind of influence and what kind of work this is. And it, it's been awesome to serve the community that, that I love. It, it, you know, this mm -hmm. is not only the, the, the ADHDers, but the people that are serving the ADHDers and I want to support them and highlight them. And we, we have a directory of great coaches at the ACO that you can find a coach. And the ones that have the highest degrees and levels, they have a nice star and yellow line by their name. And the other people are learning and bringing themselves up. So it's a great place to to see what a, what a coach looks like as well. I love that. And then, so as someone that's been working with the ADHD community for a while, you know, what's... And I, I love to send out a message, especially to some people that might be out there, might be struggling or things. What... What is something that you you just find amazing about working in the ADHD community? They know themselves so well. And, you know, when they come to a coach and they say, I need help, they've asked for help before. And they, they are really sincere. It's because of the people I love my job. I get to speak the same language and create really out of the bounds thinking with them because the, the, the straight line doesn't work for us. We're not here to think linearly, to act linearly. We need something intense to get us excited. And we have intense ideas that that create intense results. Uh, they're creative with their self-management techniques. And they have the highest energy out of anybody. And I can <laughs> I can let my freak flag fly <laughs> when being with them. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I love it. Well, Evan, thank you so much for coming today. You're very welcome. And thank you so much. And we're going to put all of your links in, we're going to put, uh, put your link in the description and then we're going to put more links on the blog so everybody can find all of the information you've given us. And thank you again. You're very welcome. And so happy to be here. You have a great day. Thanks everybody out there. Have an awesome day. Talk to you next time. Thanks so much for listening. To learn more about anything we talked about today, head over to officeadhd.com. Remember to like, subscribe, and share. And have a great day. We'll see you next time.